I'm Leslie. And I'm Michelle. And this is two covers. One book. So the book we're talking about right now is pretty much way out of my comfort zone. (laughs) Very much in your comfort zone. Oh, yes. I, one, love this author. Two, love horror. So very excited for sure. I will say as far as like the author goes, this is the first book I've ever read by him, but I absolutely love his writing style. This is not even his best book in my opinion. Of course, I haven't finished it yet. Mm-hmm. The most popular book by him is My Best Friend's Exorcism, which is like an 80s book. Mm-hmm. And that one, everyone seems to love. So if you want more great Hendrix, I would suggest that one next for sure. You may have converted me to some horror, but this one's one's pretty good so far. Yes, I got my coworker into this author too, and I'm just like, this is great. I'm just going to make everyone obsessed (laughs) with Grady Hendrix. It's great. Absolutely. Oh, Lord. So do you have a rating so far? Rating so far? Yes. Oh, I feel like guessing yours is going to be hard. Do you want to guess mine first? Uh, it is a quarter star. Quarter star. I feel like mine is going to be kind of easy this time, maybe. 3.75? I honestly would rate it higher, but we're only halfway through and I don't want to drop later. Like I would rather stay where I am or go up. So (laughs) for you, half quarter whole, half Mm, 3.5. Yeah, you got it. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It would probably be higher, but because I'm very unfamiliar with this genre, I don't want to like overrate it. And there's still a lot to, a lot to find out because we're only halfway through. So there's a good chance my rating will change dramatically. I think as a big fan of horror movies and because I've seen all of these movies, it definitely makes it better. You haven't seen them all. Does it, does it like impact the story for you at all? Does it make any difference? Do you think you'd like it better? It's a little frustrating just because (laughs) I'm trying to figure out what's what and who goes with what and everything else. And I feel like if I had been more well-versed in the genre of horror movies, then it might make it easier. I was very proud of myself, though. I figured out Halloween, Scream, and Friday the 13th pretty easy. Nightmare on Elm Street, I had a pretty good idea of. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just the whole meat hook. Oh, yeah. I couldn't ever figure out. And I'm like, huh. Um, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I had I had an idea. Mm-hmm. But then when it said, like, backwoods inbreds, I'm just like, deliverance? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wait, no, deliverance was... Uh, North Carolina, not, <laughs> not Texas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you were close. You almost got all of them. Well, that's is definitely the hardest because I feel like people who aren't super into horror movies 
like Halloween, Scream, especially because the newest one just came out, like yeah. for both of those. Friday mm-hmm. 13th is so big that you everyone yeah. recognizes Jason. Mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If you like horror, you know it. That one's not super. That one, I guess, popular, but it's not as popular as the other. And I'm on Elm Street, I feel like. Or heard of Lynette. Yeah, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. I just rewatched it because we were reading the book. And, um, well, it's kind of tricky because, you know, she's not a true final girl, according to her or the book. And really, I don't want to spoil the movie. I mean, it makes sense because, like you said, um, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, Friday the 13th, even... Well, those four especially are like your typical, when you think 80s slasher film, Yes, that's what you think of. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, kind of. I mean, um, you can find a Halloween or a Scream, uh, Friday the 13th or Freddy. Like you can find those shirts pretty much any store you go into that mm -hmm. has anything to do with pop culture. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like... Even if you don't know horror, you know those. But yes, it was very fun pacing it together. In the beginning, like the first chapter, I enjoyed. I think it's a good little intro chapter. But the second chapter, when you actually start meeting everyone, I was so confused because you meet them all at the same time. And I was like, who is who? I just had to stop <laughs> trying to figure out who was who and just read it. Uh-huh. And then once I figured out who was who, I went back and reread it. And I was like, okay, just to try to figure out the dynamic of the group a little bit more. But mm-hmm. there was a lot of people all of a sudden. Uh-huh. So, oh, I mean, yeah. we didn't even know, I didn't even know which one Lynette was in the first chapter. I was, I was going through the second chapter, like, okay, she's not that one. She's not that one. I'm like, oh, okay. She has to be either this person or Lynette. And then they said her name and I was like, okay, okay. We're figuring out yeah I ended up just messaging you and being like okay who is who and what goes where because I can't figure this out yeah <laughs> I it is not like after you get past the first two or three chapters and you and they introduce characters separately it makes so much more sense yeah but in the beginning oh my god yeah it was rough mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so confused but it is also just so interesting. I don't, I don't like anyone. And I also like that. Like, I like that these are all people that I'm not fans of because they have got issues for reasons. They've, they've got major issues, especially Lynette. I think oh hers are the most obvious. Yes. All of them have issues and pretty bad ones, but hers are definitely the most obvious. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for her. I'm really hoping that she gets like a really good redemption towards the end because mm-hmm. everyone thinks she's crazy right now. And I, I have a theory for the yeah. end. I'll get into it in a little bit, but okay, I'm hoping that she, she has to get some kind of redemption. Mm-hmm. Sure. From like the little bit that when it was introducing her and talking about like her past and some of the stuff that she went through, 
I kind of really want to watch her movie now, even though the thought of a slasher film set at Christmas time just is horrible to me. There are Christmas so many. <laughs> and I love it. It is a good movie. Fair warning. There is so much nudity. There's a lot of sex. I mean, I feel like Friday the 13th was pretty bad, too. If I can handle watching Friday the 13th with my father, like, I'm sure I can get through it. I mean, I'm sure you'll be fine. But if you don't like sex, this is not the movie for you. Game of Thrones has uh, desensitized me to it. Yeah, I'm not a Game of Thrones fan at all. All of his books are really fun formatting wise. He has one about an Ikea store. It looks like an Ikea catalog. Mm -hmm. The actual book does. The 80s one has 80 song titles. And this one at the end of each chapter, or I guess technically the beginning of each chapter, (laughs) the first, the one that has the movies that are ranked, that is when I was really connecting all the dots for sure. Yeah. Which, fun fact, right before chapter six, they have the slasher franchises ranked. Stab in the Scream movies, they have like that movie. There's a unit in their universe, they have movies based on what actually happened to Sydney. So it's like a movie inside of a movie. And uh-huh. the movie series in that one is called Stab. So if you didn't recognize the story at all, the second, like in the third chapter, when Lynette says that she must turn Julia's stab movies on instantly gave away that was scream the babysitter murders that was the original title for halloween so that was really exciting um sleigh bells i wasn't 100 percent sure exactly what that was i didn't know if it was black christmas until the until they told us about the antlers and then it was very obvious that was out night deadly night if you've seen it gnome coming is the hardest for me I don't think Chrissy is based off of a movie. I think she's based off of multiple movies. Because if she was based off of a movie, I think it would give too much away. But also, I think the entire book gives away the ending. The first (laughs) chapter, in my opinion, on the, I have a theory, very beginning, Lynette is talking about the other final girls and she's counting them. And then she's like, I forgot Chrissy, but Chrissy doesn't count because Chrissy is a traitor. Then that when I read that, I was instantly thinking she's from Saw. She is not from Saw, I do not think, but there's a character in Saw that's a traitor. That's what I was instantly picturing. And so I feel like Chrissy has to be one of the bad guys. You think? I think. I think she's in on it. I think... She had, I mean, I guess she doesn't have to be, but in my mind, she has to be in on it. I think there's at least two people. I think there's two people behind it and maybe other people helping if there's anyone else Mm -hmm. helping. I don't know who the other person that's helping is though, but. Well, to kind of put another, you know, guesstimate out there, um, I went online and Googled trying to figure out what movies were which before I asked you. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I thought um, you were going to say, I went online and Googled the ending and I was like, Listen. no, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> I was tempted, but I didn't do that. Um, and one of them had mentioned that Carrie 
was a possibility for Chrissy's as like parts of it. It's not like there were multiple mentioned for her and they're like, okay, it could be parts of all of them. But that was another one that was. Well, Chrissy's is gnome coming. And so originally I was like, well, maybe this is a leprechaun, like based off of leprechaun a little bit because gnomes, but leprechaun has nothing. The plot is not similar at all. And I don't think that one's a Canadian film, but Prom Night and My Bloody Valentine are both Canadian films. Mm-hmm. And Prom Night was my guess. Because I, I have actually seen the mm-hmm. remake of that one. Yeah, it's not the original Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-mm. It's good. It's a good movie. I, I need to watch it. Prom Night, parts of it fits. My Bloody Valentine, parts of it fits. I think those are probably the closest ones for her hmm it's hard I really want to know more of her story and I'm very excited to know more of Heather's story because I want to see how uh, how Nightmare on Elm Street plays into this yeah because didn't I haven't actually watched that one but didn't that all take place in like their dreams yes (laughs) He comes, he kills you when you're sleeping. <laughs> Great so, movie. Great movies, yeah. by the way. Um, yeah, how, how is that one going to work out? <laughs> I don't, I don't know if this is like a thing where he drugs people or if there's some kind of supernatural element in here. Neither of those are that far-fetched, I don't think. Um, I don't think anything's too far-fetched for this book. Right no. <laughs> no, I'm very excited for people to start dying i mean i know people have started people dying, have already started dying what but about? i need people i'm ready for people to actually start dying like i'm ready to read the scenes where they're getting murdered because he writes that stuff so well and i'm mm-hmm. so ready to read it yes oh side notes mm-hmm. um i remember you saying how it was weird reading your name in the book i i understand now why you're like uh I hate being this name in the book because it's so upsetting. That was, that was tragic. Chapter 10 was a really hard chapter to read for me. (laughs) And they just left her in the park. I was just like reading that and I was picturing myself having cancer. And I was like, this is awful. (laughs) This is awful. Why? So sad. (laughs) Well, I was so excited because my name was mentioned with Danny and I was like, love that. But mm-hmm. then I have cancer. Just waste away to nothing and then die in a park where they leave you. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, because that's so sad. <laughs> I felt so bad for Michelle. And it was awful. I was reading my name. I was like, this is terrible for me. This is how I felt when I was like 12 years old watching Bridge to Terabithia for the first yeah. time. That is a rough that is rough. I refuse to rewatch that or I will, ne- and I will never reread. I never read the book. I'll never read the book at all. Period. Point blank. Mm-hmm. Don't want it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going through watching this movie. I'm so excited because one of the main characters is Leslie hmm. and then Leslie dies. And I'm just like traumatized. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. <laughs> But anyways, just had to throw that out there. I, I see where you're coming from now. <laughs> oh, also, I hate the therapist. 
Yes. So, okay. Originally, one, her two children are annoying and I dislike, but I thought the older one. The oldest one, one wasn't too bad. The little eight-year-old was. Hated that kid. I wanted to punch crap. I, so the older one, I was somewhat under the impression that he was like, like a teenager, like an older teenager. I did too. I thought he was a teenager. And then they're like, no, he's 26. I'm just like, what? And then like where she shows him the antler marks. When I was reading that same thing, he was a teenager. I was like, why is he, she doing this in front of his mom? But knowing he's 26, I was like, he's a 26 year old. What You can't control, like what? He's a full grown adult. He can look at someone's scars. On their stomach. Yeah. Like, come on. It wasn't even her stomach. She showed him her back. Yeah. And then the scene where she walks in on him and I was still thinking he was a teenager. And I was like, why do I have to read this? And then he was trying to so I'm like, okay, not as bad. But also I was lying in bed. I had to put the book down when she walked <laughs> in and she figured out what he was doing. I was like, I'm done. I got to take a break. I got to. <laughs> that was I was like this is so awkward I was reading through it and the whole time inside my head I'm just going ew Ew is right (laughs) why didn't she and she didn't walk out fast enough I would have bounced so fast I'm just like why why would you just stand in there cough shut the music off something let him know you're in there so he'll stop yes my god it's awful like, why don't you freaking knock? Who enters someone's room? I can't. I can't. It was rough. I didn't like reading that part. She was stressing me out the entire time. <laughs> I was like, put the gun away. <laughs> You're talking to your plant. You have two guns. Mm-hmm. Also, she was so sloppy. Reading, honestly, everything that everything that was revealed we found out about the book and then she was like I wrote that book and I was like you wrote the book I was Mm -hmm. so shocked everybody's been blaming what was it Heather yeah everybody was blaming Heather for writing a book because she attempted to write a book before and then she's just like it was me I was like audible gasp didn't actually didn't see that one coming yeah I honestly I did not see that one coming I was like what the heck Lynette what are you out here doing this? I was, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. She, she's a lot, but it's okay. She's struggling. So right now they're setting it up, saying she's convinced that the therapist is the one that leaked everything. I understand that. I'm going to say her oldest son was the one that broke into it and stole it in the first place because he found it really quick when he went back to help Lynette which could just be a coincidence he could just be a computer whiz but that does help strengthen her case even if she hasn't thought of that part yet I don't think the therapist is in on it but if there's a I think Chris is in it Uh, if there's a partner that we've met I think it is him because he was he knows about them like he's even admitted that he knows about Mm -hmm. the final girls one the therapist should not be talking about it outside of she should not be telling them about absolutely not she's a terrible therapist 
And the fact that he asked to see her scars. Yes. He knew about them. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily trust him. He could be in on it. I have not decided what I think because this book is like, we're in Lynette's head and Mm -hmm. she's revealing things to us slowly. So, which is a messed up place to be, but here we are. This is like an unreliable narrator, which I love. Yes. Very fun. It makes it a lot more interesting. I mean, the entire time where she's talking about switching all these buses, I'm over here thinking that she is just super good at this, but she's so sloppy. And -hmm. if she's not sloppy, then someone really is just following her that close. Mm -hmm. And I don't know which is true, to be honest. I'm not sure. Well, it's interesting that somebody figured out her two main escapes. Yes. So somebody has to be following her or watching her or something. Why did, so we know why the cops were called because they thought that she was sleeping with her, the killer of her parents, but I don't understand why they would shoot her house instead of just arresting her. So I'm like, who, why were they there originally? That doesn't make any sense to me. Is something going to be revealed like that? Or did someone call in a tip for something else and they searched her apartment and they didn't find it and they haven't mentioned it yet? Because really her being behind her parents' deaths, that would not be what would happen. There would not be a sniper. They would not shoot her house. No. Apartment. So I am confused about that. Yeah, there's there's something else going on that hasn't been revealed yet, that's for sure. I'm very ready for it to be revealed. Mm-hmm. But as far as like Julia showing up at her house and then was it a reporter that came Russell. with her and was dressed like Ghostface, I'm just like, could you be any more stupid and not expect her to shoot at you? I don't like Julia. I don't like any of them. No, I don't. But she looked at the, I I don't trust her. She looked at the envelope when she could have just tried to contact Lynette and like give her an ultimatum instead of immediately going into the envelope to get her address and then giving it to a reporter. Yes. And they show up at the perfect time. I mean, obviously, Julia didn't want to get freaking shot. But, I mean, she doesn't have to be in on it as much as Russell, I guess. Well, I'm sure by now, Russell knows about the book. So, well, Russell's who order, she, that would be a gold mine. Russell's who she originally was going to write the book with, right? Or was it a different reporter? No, I think it was Russell. Because then she's just stopped calling him. Right. So he already knew that she was the one who had the book. And he came with Julia. So I want to know how much did he tell Julia. And he's gone. But he was alive. Like he didn't die. I thought he died. Did he die? And Julia was Julia the one who survived. Was, Julia survived. Julia's at the hospital. Yeah. 
Hmm. So much has happened. <laughs> a lot has happened. <laughs> because she literally just bolted. So I I don't know if because she thought Julia was dead and then she wasn't dead. And I was hoping she was dead. I didn't like her. <laughs> no, we really missed out on Adrian's murder because they just talked about it. Well, which is it's very fitting because in horror movies, one of the common tropes is first character to die is a black character. Second character to die is a gay character. They took out both of those real fast. Dane's not dead, but she she is in prison. Jail. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, instantly took them out of the story. And then Michelle died and she's gay and we watched her die. So even though technically she wasn't a final girl so yeah she's just sad Mm -hmm. poor thing goodness how does that trip go there's the black character Mm -hmm. the gay gay character usually it's the slut after that yeah and then um isn't it usually the virgin that survives Usually the virgin that survives. Well, it's definitely not Lynette, but that is not a virgin. But she's also I don't the think any most... of them are. <laughs> no, I think the youngest person in here is Lynette, and she's like in her late thirties. So yeah. I'm going to assume she's probably the the one who got laid the furthest back because she doesn't yeah. trust anybody. No, so she's basically a virgin, pretty much. So that would fit in with the stereotype. I feel like Marilyn will be the next to go. That would make sense to me. God, I want it to be Heather. I hate Heather. (laughs) She is so annoying. She is. She definitely is. I want to know more about her story, though, before she goes. She, I think she'll make it to meet the bad guys. I think she'll be one of the last ones to go because we don't know enough about her story. Mm-hmm. So Danny's basically out of the picture. Michelle's out of the picture. Marilyn's still here. Heather is still here. I think she'll die before Lynette, but like just before Lynette. Julia's still alive for now. It definitely makes sense for Marilyn to be next because she is, she's been in the book and we know her story pretty well. Mm-hmm. She's also more of a risk taker, I guess you could say. Like, she's basically living a normal life. Right, yeah. And I don't think anything's going to stop her from living that normal life. hmm Julia, I am interested to see what happens with her. When does she come back? Does she come back? hmm But basically, everything that has happened is just they have therapy um julia and russell go to lynette's house they get shot lynette escapes goes to her therapist which i totally understand why she thought that was the best decision i feel like i would not have contacted anybody personally i think i would have just like bounced yeah I mean, because all of her backup plans are not working, I wouldn't trust a single person. No, definitely not. Especially someone who has all that information on me, you know? Exactly. And I think she's figured that out now. 
And she's a little slow. She's I think so. She, I think her problem is she overthinks too much and she just can't see what's right in front of her face. Right. Because the very beginning she talks about, she always looks at people's feet. She always looks down, but she never looks up because there ne- there's never going to be a sniper. And then a sniper comes. Mm-hmm. So it's literally everything she's thought is not working for her. Right. <laughs> so she's going to have to just completely change up her entire fighting style and how she <laughs> sees the situation, which is why I think she's going to get a redemption to be a better. I think it'll probably come at the three quarter mark of the book uh-huh. when she gets that. And then the final thing will happen at the end. Okay. I know people have died, but not enough people have died yet for this to be a slasher, which True. this is not much of a slasher. I think this is more of an, a tribute to a slasher, which I appreciate because I love slashers. They are the only horror movies that I can be okay watching. When you start getting into like the psychological, uh, okay. supernatural type stuff, that's where you lose me because my imagination goes into overdrive. Yeah. Granted, I did make the mistake of staying up until like 1 a.m. reading this book and then I couldn't fall asleep because my adrenaline was going so far, so fast trying to figure out what was going on and what was going to happen. <laughs> Wasn't necessarily that I was scared. I was just like, trying to let everything sink in and figure out what was going on you know what I really loved is the chapter titles Mm -hmm. because they're literally horror movies (laughs) like the third one is 3d come on I was I was so excited excited reading those I was like what is next (laughs) oh he said his writing style is he's very fun I am very much enjoying it. I am glad you're enjoying it. I hope everyone reads one of his books. If I feel like if you want to get into horror, but you don't want to jump in immediately, like his books are fun, mm-hmm. but they're still horror. Like I said, one of my friends just bought um, the Southern Book Club. The Southern right? Book Club's Guide to Vampire Slaying and is going to be reading it. And so I I'm love definitely tell her that she needs to read the Final Girl Support Group because it's it's really good. That was my first book by him, the Southern uh, Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. Loved it. It immediately made me start reading. I've read this is my fifth Grady Hendrix. And I found him like a month or two ago. <laughs> <laughs> like I started with that one. And then I read Horror Story, My Best Friend's Exorcism. And then I read his very first book and did not like it, but it was more comedy than horror. And then this is my fifth. And I have one more on my shelf that I already own that I'm going to be reading soon. So really, I'm just trying to read all of his stuff. He does have a book about Kung Fu that I'm not very interested in. So I'll probably skip that one. Um, <laughs> but it's fine. Interesting. Yeah, it's fine. It's not for me. <laughs> but out of all the characters so far who do you like who do you hate the most because none of them are all that likable mm. 
So are we doing all characters or just like the final girl characters? All characters that we've met. It's hard. That is hard. I don't know. Because like you said, there's not many of them that are really likable. (laughs) I despise the cop. Yeah. Like, I had to think for a second. Yeah. Um, probably her ex-boyfriend, the cop. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Or a different one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, him. He is terrible. What he he like yes. completely took advantage of her. She yes. the first time she was still a teenager, he came. Obviously, she's gonna feel super indebted to him and the second time she second time he came she's finally like either 18 or 19 I think it's 18 and obvious like obviously you know someone saves your life twice and just protects you Mm -hmm. so it I totally understand why she would fall in love with him he is married with at least one child yes and he fell all over her and then, fall for her but he no, fell all over her he sure did and then tried to exploit her and everything else and then she messed up his deal, his deal on accident and then he ghosts mm-hmm. her yes and now he comes back blaming her for her parents death yeah what so yeah he's probably person. my least favorite because that whole emotional manipulation just triggered me yeah when did you first have sex with Santa Claus? I'm sorry. That's your first question. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Terrible. Like that entire scene, honestly, where she is getting inter- um, interrogated. Thank you. She's getting interrogated and he finally like cracks her and then the lights go up in that room and they're all dressed as in Santa Claus. That was horrible. Why would you do something like that? That is just absolute torture. And they're laughing. I'm like, she was when she was a teenager. Look, you seriously are going to look at her? And I get the letters are very damning. But even if she did write to him and she had been in love with him, she was not responsible for him going off and killing. Look, she did write to him. She did state not all the letters that they had, but some of the letters. Um, but even even still, it's not her fault that he went off the deep end and murdered people. Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible. I hated all yeah. the cops in that. Yep. I mean, especially the one who tried to give her the protein bar and then... I don't really know 100% what his deal was. If he was just a fanboy. I feel try and take advantage of her. For one. I think that's what he was doing. He was like butter, trying to butter her up to get him to get her to trust him. And then he was going to try and uh, get with her. I'm trying to keep it from getting explicit here. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where I didn't like I wasn't sure if he was a fanboy for the murderer or if he was just you know but oh, um, I'm sure that's the case because I'm sure yeah. there would be plenty of cred for sleeping with the one that's supposed to be 
you know, the one behind her whole family getting murdered, but uh, probably would have killed her too. And then, you know, took credit for that because everybody would have loved him for that. Well, I mean, he already tried to kill her. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> like, that was fast. Everyone's yeah. going to be so jealous. I killed, you know, yeah, I get yeah. to kill the final girl. Because, I mean, at the beginning, the their thread was very much like, I'm ready for all these fat cows to die. Yeah. Which is awful. <laughs> and then the freaking cop comes and saves the day again. And I hate him. Yeah. I hate him. I'm ready for him to go away. I am so looking forward to finishing this book. Because I need to know what happens. We always tend to stop right when it's getting good and it drives us nuts. Yes, I don't understand. I want to know how many killers there are. I am so stuck on it. If Chrissy's not involved, honestly, I'm going to be so surprised. I think I'll die. Wasn't there multiple murderers in Scream? Yeah, there were two. And that was my main also Lynette she referenced that she has two um, yeah and in Texas Chainsaw Massacre there's all family all of the murder murders except for Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street that were listed had two killers uh-huh. Friday the 13th the first killer is his mom mm-hmm. and the second killer yeah. is him and then him. Halloween they already said that the, another guy confessed so it kind of is setting up as two people mm-hmm I want all of their final girls to die, but they all, they all are final girls. So I don't know if any, if any more of them are going to die. No, I'm sure they will. I know that they will at least get hurt. They already tried to kill Heather. Yes. It was just bad luck that she had passed out drunk in the woods behind her apartment instead of actually in her apartment. I would like her to die. That's the one. I would like Marilyn to survive. I'm hoping she does because she kind of gives me vibes um, of Courtney Cox's character from Scream a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think it has to be Sky, uh, the doctor, the therapist's oldest son. He was way too willing to help her to break in. I don't think he should know as much as he knows. I want to read some more, so much more. I know. You know, I think it would be too on the nose if there were two killers. I feel like there have to be more. But at the same time, hmm. so hard to figure out. I know. We don't know enough. <laughs> Here's my here's my final theory. I don't think Lynette is as is as bad as she as it's like being revealed to us. I think she's right about Dr. Carol, and I think her son is in on it. But I think Chrissy is in on it. I'm gonna hold on to that one. So that's what I'm thinking. I think there's three. I don't know enough about Chrissy or like the whole horror tropes. To put much input on her mm-hmm. I do think the son is in on it 100% I 
that would be my theory. Because like I said, yeah, he may be a computer whiz, but he found that book on her hard drive way too quick. And he just so happened to have like a laptop or and whatever in the back of his car. I don't trust Dr. Carol. Because no, I don't trust her either. I wouldn't say that she's exactly one of the murderers. I think she may, she's, be, she may not be. She might be a murderer, but I think she's definitely somewhere in the planning. She's at least. Some, some, somehow involved. She is somehow involved. Because Sky even said you can get it from downloading stuff or opening attachments. And then she was like, I only open attachments from these people. And Dr. Carol was one of them. Dr. Like she had everything she needed Mm -hmm. I think if she isn't actively involved she is very much passively involved yes just by being an idiot yeah she has all of her stuff in her house if she is not in it Sky accessed her files and because it was easy I mean Lynette did it no problem which again her snooping around like that I don't think she should she would have been able to unless they were wanting her to Mm-hmm. she's not that slick there's like three or four people in that house no one knew where she was at all times mm-hmm. I feel like I would have figured had my eye on her I don't know especially since she was carrying around guns like who lets a crazy person that has weapons in your house just out of the good of your heart right yeah like, I get that they're close. They've been in a therapy group for 16 years, but that's a little much for a therapist. Yeah, it's it's a lot, I think. But yeah, I think we both have good ideas, and I am very excited to see if we get any of it right. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited for things to get even more bloody. Yes, I'm sure you are. <laughs> oh my gosh okay I just want to know Chrissy's story like I want to know for a fact if her story is based on multiple movies or just one that we haven't figured out yet or driving me crazy like they gave us the gnome coming like what the set was the what the back of the movie says but that was not mm-hmm. enough but no. you know how long I sat on that page I, w- I reread that thing <laughs> okay so the next episode that comes out will be our monthly episode on an offer from a gentleman by Julia Quinn. And that is the third Bridgerton book. And then the next weekly episode comes out the 8th of May. And that'll be when we finish this book. If you want to keep up with what we're reading and if you have any questions, comments, concerns, wrecks, anything, um, you can find us at two covers, one book on Instagram or email us at twocoversonebook at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.